episodes by the end of the year we made it to 100 episodes by the end of the year which is great uh as you know as you can notice uh i am shooting this episode alone while uh carlo is out there in japan expanding his uh reach and having children i'm kidding japan needs some children so carlo went out there he's uh you know he's soiling his royal oats as they said in coming to america and uh hopefully he doesn't come back with stds i'm just kidding carlo that's not what's really happened out there if you did see his instagram feed he's having a great time out there um couldn't get him uh, on schedule to get uh, on this episode but you know he does have a message for us at the end so that will be coming up but thank you again guys for joining uh for listening to this episode because i mean without you guys honestly we wouldn't be able to get up or get up or, or record these episodes every week and be consistent and whatnot so thank you guys for listening thank you for buying the merch and we're looking forward to another great year for 2024 i felt like 2023 sucked honestly i mean for a lot of things but but as far as the podcast goes, I'm just glad that Carlo and I were able to you know, join forces and make this podcast what it really is. So thank you guys. Thank you, especially to the listeners. And thank you for uh, supporting our merch. Um, while Carlo was in Japan, I did some training. Uh, not going to lie, man, I freaking got injured and uh, did a little bit of a hyperextension on my left knee, which has been a problem in the past, but uh, felt good just to get my last training session in uh for the end of the year uh, unfortunately i will be injured i'll probably be out for a few weeks but you know what it was totally worth it not really but i'm uh, just glad that i got my training in at the end of the year uh there were some fights over the weekend sorry i'm going through this a little bit fast but uh, it's kind of boring without having carlo here and uh the back and forth banter between us but over the weekend there was the uh one championship the taiwan chai versus uh super bond fight on you know one championship pretty damn good fights by uh taiwan chai and uh super bond and the rest of the card to be honest i mean I did watch the fights. Uh, I only got to see maybe like two or three of the main card fights, but uh, Taiwan Chai was doing Taiwan Chai, man. I think we predicted that uh, Taiwan Chai was going to be able to uh, negate Super Bond's power and pretty much was the aggressor the entire time, was backing up Super Bond uh, pretty often, was coming out better with the, all the exchanges. There were some crazy exchanges uh, within the fight, but ultimately... Uh, Taiwan Chai becomes the winner uh, again and is the featherweight Muay Thai world champion for one championship. We'll see what he does next. I think uh, possibly he's going to be try- he's going to try to take over the kickboxing world, which is kind of crazy. Uh, not sure who you would face, but um, shout out to Taiwan Chai. I mean, he's you know he's pretty much one championships poster boy at this point. So um, I'm really excited to see what his 2024 um, ends up looking like uh, on the 
uh, let me see here. On the co-main event, it was the, uh, I think it was the Unified, it was the Unifier, I think a title Unifier. Oh, this is for, for a Strawberry Muay Thai world title. It was a Joseph Lassiri versus a Prajanchai, a PK Sanchai. Man, what a crazy fight that was uh, for as long as it lasted. It didn't really last that long, but um, Prajanchai was able to sneak in a really crazy, el uh, super close elbow. I mean, it looked like Joseph Lassiri, I don't know, maybe he broke his jaw i don't know but he was on the floor pretty much in pain so um you know he was the former champion and now pranjachai uh takes this uh title from him and man what a crazy elbow that was i was watching it in slow motion and it was i mean it's i guess it's those elbows that you just don't see and they just hit you right on the fucking chin guy just went out agony defeat uh another uh fight there was a uh, fit uh, Pet Gija versus uh, Anissa Mexen, which, you know, a lot of people were thinking Anissa Mexen was probably going to take this um, this match. But unfortunately, man, Pet Gija looked amazing uh, against the veteran Anissa Mexen, uh, pretty much negating all of her power and all of her combos as well. And Pet Gija looking like a threat. I'm not sure who she has to uh, unify with. I mean, let me go check here. She says she's an interim animal weight kickboxing. To be honest, I don't know if there's anyone that can beat her. I mean, oh, it looks like Janet Todd is actually the animal weight kickboxing champion. Uh, not sure why she's not fighting. I'm probably, I think she had a baby or she, if I'm not mistaken, she did she have a baby or she maybe injured or something like that? Not sure. Not sure. Don't, don't call me on her having a baby because that could start some crazy rumors like, uh, I think I saw, I forget who it was. I think it was, was it the whole like Charles Dobronx thing? Uh, he was supposed to be dating like somebody. Uh, I forget who it was. Anyway, uh, other fights, there was a Nongo. Gosh, man, Nongo can't even catch a break. Uh, Nongo versus Nico Carrillo. Unfortunately, uh, the Scott was able to stop Nongo pretty badly and pretty handedly uh, in that second round. Nongo, I mean, I don't know how many times he's gotten knocked out already in the past, like, two years, but might want to consider, I'm not saying he should retire, you know, like, is it, you know, I'm, I'm the big retire, retire guy, but, you know, he's, he's taken a lot of punishment in these last few fights, so I'm hoping uh, he figures it out in the next, um, I don't know, hopefully he stays, hopefully he stays relevant and hopefully he stays healthy as well. Uh Last fight on the main card it was Sexong versus uh, River Daz. You know, I was hope hoping that River Daz, our Filipino brethren, was going to pull this win out, but unfortunately, Sexong was a little bit too much for him. And uh, there was a you know a bunch of other really good Muay Thai fights uh, on the undercard, but um, overall, a great great event. I mean, I wasn't able to buy it because I didn't even like, I think we were talking about it on, on the podcast, uh, the podcast last week, we were saying how, Oh, you know, one championship, they just show their, uh, they show their events right after, um, they stream it. But unfortunately this wasn't even, this was a pay-per-view event. And I think it was like 36, 40 bucks or something like that. Uh, didn't have time to buy it. If you know what I'm saying, <laughs> I just found a little, uh, linky linky stream, but, um, I'm sure that's what a lot of people did. So yeah. Um, Moving on, we're going to do some predictions. I'm going to do some predictions on, you know, who will be champion next uh, next year in 2024 in the UFC. Um, I noticed that I will be saying only the UFC because, I mean, let's let's, let's be honest, guys. Uh, in MMA, all you think about is UFC. If you're in, like, the PFL or if you're in the uh, Bellator 
into into Bellator or PFL, you know, more power to you. But the big leagues, uh, I'm going to be making these predictions as of right now by weight class. So we're going to start off with uh, flyweight, men's flyweight. Right now, the current champion is Alessandro Pantoja. I think he's going to stay champion this year. I think he has all the skills to kind of keep everyone in pretty much a top gosh top 15 or even top 20 away from him uh the only person i probably have uh maybe some concerns that could take the uh belt from him would probably be moreno or the albazi uh one or the other i think they're gonna be fighting uh in the next few months so we'll see how that goes uh for bantamweight i think sean o'malley will probably stay champion for the rest of the year um i know that they're they still have Aljamain Sterling at number one, but obviously he's going to be moving up uh, to fight uh, Calvin Cater. I think it's a UFC 300. Not sure if that's true or not. Um, but other than that, I mean, I honestly don't see anyone uh, taking the belt from him for, for this year. I think there's just going to be a little bit of a traffic jam, uh, especially with Corey Sanhagen, Peter Yan, uh, Henry Cejudo, all of there up top as, as well. Um, Sean O'Malley does fight. Uh, Marlon Cheeto Vera in in the next few weeks, so a uh, look out for that. But I think uh, Sean O'Malley still will be champion uh, for the bantamweight division. Uh, featherweight, you know, it's currently it's Alexander Volkanovski. He does have a, a matchup coming up with um, with Ilya Topuria, and you know, some people are saying it's a little too soon. I mean, I'm not going to lie, and I I do have that same. Uh, concern that, you know, he did just get viciously knocked out by Islam Makachev. Um, Alex Volkanovsky's, you know, he's, he's as durable as they come. So uh, if there's anyone that's, that could still be champion by the end of the year, it can be him, but he does have to get through um, Elio Topuria first. And then, you know, they got a bunch of marquee fights coming up. Yair Rodriguez and Brian Ortega too. Uh, Max is still sitting up there waiting for a matchup. So, you know, I, I'm going to go out on a limb in here and say that Alex still gets it done against Topuria. So I think he's going to remain champion for the rest of the year. Um, then we move on to lightweight uh, with Islam Makachev. I don't think there's anyone that's going to beat Makachev, to be honest. I know that I know that uh, Do Charles Dobronx and Justin Gaethje are, are kind of campaigning for the for the title shot. But there are people like Armin Sarukian, uh, Mateusz Gamera. Um, and a bunch of others that, that are waiting in line to get, you know, top contender status. So uh, Islam Makachev, just he's a complete package at this point. Not sure if there's anyone that's going to be able to take him uh, off his throne for the rest of the year for me. Uh, for welterweight, Leon Edwards does uh, stay on top. He just fought a few weeks, um, a week or two ago. And uh, to tell you the truth, I, this is one that I have uh, a lot of... You know, I, I just doubt that Leon Edwards, as soon as Shavkat gets up there, because I'm a huge proponent for Shavkat, I think he's a new face of MMA as far as like the new age and uh, being raised and, and not in most of like a special, you know, specialty uh, martial art. So I think uh, Shavkat becomes champion this year. Uh, I mean, this coming year in 2024, I think he beats Leon Edwards. I think that's probably his worst uh, potential matchup. Even, even if, say... Um, Leon Edwards does get, you know, he does draw Bilal Muhammad. I think he beats Bilal Muhammad. And I think that uh, Shafkat will probably be 
his hardest matchup to to date. So I think Shafkar becomes champion in 2024. Um, and I, you know, I don't know if Kamaru comes back to the division. Uh, he might just fight maybe in middleweight one or two fights and ride off into the sunset, hopefully in, uh, uh, and, uh, retires. We'll see, you know, Shafkat, I'm really high on Shafkat, but I'm also high on Sean Brady. I think that would be a great, a great matchup as well. Maybe a great matchup for his first defense. So, uh, just look out for welterweight guys. I think, uh, there's going to be a big shakeup in there. Uh, middleweight, Sean Strickland. I don't think there's anyone right now that can top Sean Strickland. I do think that uh, Drigas du- uh, DDP Drigas du- Duplessis is, uh, you know, he's right around the corner there, but I still don't think that he has the pace or the uh, or the cardio to hang with Sean Strickland. So I think Sean Strickland probably stays um, middleweight champion throughout the year. Uh, Israel Adesanya hasn't shown too much uh you know, he, he says in, in a couple of blog posts or in, in some of his YouTube channel stuff that he will be coming back soon. But I honestly don't think that he will. Or if he does, he's probably going to fight for maybe the light heavyweight championship against uh, Alex Pereira. You know, it's it's a good sell. They do have history. So uh, I think that would probably be a good matchup just on paper and for, for ratings for that matter. Uh, so with middleweight, I, I'm sticking with uh, Sean Strickland. I just don't see anyone in the top. 10 or 15 that that could probably challenge at this point you know there's new blood like uh roma delize or and there's brendan allen that are, that's right there and uh they still have uh comes in there but he's obviously not in the weight class right now so uh i say strong sean strickland sticks as champion then we move on to light heavyweight as i said a minute ago i still think that there's a possibility that uh he can you know, Alex can get Israel Adesanya out of bed or out of out of a semi-retirement to come back for this third fight. Uh, will it happen? Not sure. Uh, but you know, Alex Pereira has a has a pretty lengthy top five. Not exactly like young people, to be honest. I mean, they do have Jamal Hill, who's fairly young. Uh, Yuri Prihasko, who you just beat. Magomed Ankalaev. Eh. Uh, Jan Blakovich, that's when we're starting to get into the the older guys. Alexander Rakic, that's a good fight. Uh, but I think for Alex Pereira, you know, like I, I would love to see him. Uh, I, I still honestly would like to see Khalil Roundtree versus Alex Pereira, even though I think Alex Pereira probably eats him up. But um, just to see something new in the light heavyweight division, I think ever since John Jones vacated the title, you know, this belt's been passed around a bunch. Uh, it's been vacated a few times. And I think with Alex there right now, I think he's putting a little bit of stability in this division. So Alex Perry, I think he stays champion in 2024. John Jones at heavyweight champion. Uh, you know, Tom in, Tom Aspinall is the interim champion right now. Uh, if you look at the rankings right now with Tom Aspinall at number one, Cyril Gaon at two, who John's, uh, John Jones beat, uh, Sergey Pavlovich, who Tom Aspinall beat, Steve Miocic, who John Jones was supposed to fight, and then Curtis Blades, Alexander Volkov, and then Jailta Almeida, and a bunch of other names that probably shouldn't be on there anyway. But John Jones, him being the GOAT and him being f- pretty much undefeated, uh, I'm going to say that he does stay heavyweight champion. I don't know if he fights Tom Aspinall. I don't know if that even sells um, nearly as much as Stipe versus 
versus John Jones. But, you know, at that point, I'm saying John Jones stays heavyweight champion. I think Tom Espinall stays interim champion or he takes another fight and he loses his spot. So um, then we move on to the women's uh, divisions, uh, women's strawweight, Whaley Zhang over there at strawweight as a champion. I don't see anyone other than uh, the third rank. Oh, so here's just to give you a little context. Uh, so when strawway, there's kind of a traffic jam. There's Carlos Barza there at one, Yan Janan at number two, and Tatiana Suarez, my dark horse, at number three. Uh, Amanda Lemos, didn't she just got popped for something and just got undressed? So, you know, not really a, you know, killer's role how it used to be with back when Yona Yon Jacek was champion. So I'm going to say that if Willie Zhang and Alexa Grasso don't fight kind of like a champ champ type thing, I think Tatiana Suarez throws a very big wrench in the plans of a lot of these people. Yan Zhanan is number two. I think if Tatiana fights Yan Zhanan, I think Tatiana mops the floor with her or they try to set up uh, an all China or, you know, kind of like a Chinese versus Chinese Yan Zhanan versus Willie Zhang uh, super fight in China. That would be crazy. Um, but I still say Tatiana Suarez becomes a strawweight champ uh, in 2024. Whether Weili Zhang moves up to flyweight, uh, because there, are, I'm very sure there's a lot of uh, great marquee matchups where she can, you know, make a bunch of money and she can have some really crazy, intriguing fights. Like I've always wanted to see uh, Weili Zhang versus. Shevchenko, that'd be a pretty good fight. Uh, Aaron Blanchfield versus Whaley Zhang, that'd be a great fight as well. Um, again, a bunch of fights. I mean, a Macy Barber Whaley Zhang would be a nice, would be a great fight as well. Uh, so, with that being said, we'll move on to women's flyweight. Alexa Grasso at the very top uh, as champ. I don't see anyone beating. Alexa Grasso at this point, unless Valentina comes back with some submission defense or some submissions herself. Uh, they did just announce Menon Fioro versus uh, Aaron Blanchfield coming up in the next few months. So that should probably give a little bit time for, for the UFC to make a matchup for Alexa Grasso versus Willie Zhang. We'll see if that even works out, but that would be a fucking hitter. Um, other than that, we have the women's bantamweight division. I mean, there is no champion shown here. So what does that mean? Obviously, because, um, Amanda, you know, the lioness ends up vacating her, her belt because she retires. Uh, not sure what the next matchup was going to be. I, I could have sworn it was like. Was it Bueno Silva versus Raquel Pennington or something? But that division is actually pretty wide open at this point. I think ever since uh, Ronda left and, uh, I mean, Holly Holm is still doing the damn thing. Uh, but there's some hard hitters out there. Juliana Pena is way at the top over there. We'll see what happens. Honestly, I don't know who becomes champion. I think if there was somebody off this list that can probably represent as champion... I will have to say, I just give it to Irina Aldana, man. I mean, she just had a crazy fucking fight a week ago, a week ago or two weeks ago. Um, I mean, 
put her up against, say, like Juliana Pena, I think that would be a fucking scrap. And I think, I think Irene Aldana would probably beat her ass. And I think it would probably be amazing. Uh, so I would say Irene Aldana. I think she becomes world champ in the bantamweight decision. So that was all the weight classes for the UFC. Who will break out in the UFC for 2024? I think the breakout athlete is going to be Shavkat. I really think that he's going to be, he's going to have this, he's going to have a crazy, I don't know, I don't know what his schedule is going to be like uh, this coming year, but I think that he gets some really marquee fights, makes himself a bunch of money, and I think he ends up being world champion. I think he beats Leon Edwards. I think he just has the total package. I think that he has uh, the grappling. He has the striking. He, I mean, he did fight uh, Wonder Boy with a fucked up ankle. So he, even with a fucked up ankle, he looked pretty damn impressive, even though he, it was, you know, wasn't the most intense fight, but it was very strategic uh, finding out later on that he uh, did have a messed up ankle. Um, but yeah, so that'll do it for predictions for 2024 and who will break out. I think Shavkat's going to be the man, man. So, uh, yeah, uh, wanna th- again, I want to thank everyone for listening and everyone for supporting the podcast because man, if you guys weren't listening, I mean, I, it just feels good. It just feels really good to have people, uh, show up every week and, uh, listen to the podcast and buy our merch. So thank you guys again as loyal listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you guys are the reason why we do this. And uh, I want to wish you guys a happy holidays and uh, a happy new year. Uh, and I do have a message from Carlo from Japan. Hey, Sean, and to the entire Mighty Beast podcast family, this is Carlo from Japan wishing everybody a happy new year and hope everyone is blessed for 2024. Peace. I really hope Carlo is having, I hope he's eating. I hope he's drinking. I hope he's, you know, and then uh, trying to make some children out there because Japanese, I mean, the Japan, they just need some people. They just need they just need babies. Hopefully he's spreading his seed around there and not need, getting too in, into too much trouble and not cashing out over that the brothels. I'm just kidding, Carlo. Um, that's going to do it for us, guys. That's going to do it for our 2024 or 2023. Sorry about that. That's going to do it for 2023 for us here at the Mighty Beast Podcast. Uh, speaking for uh, me and Carlos. So uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to share the podcast as well. Don't forget to follow us on our social media. Mine is Sean underscore underscore Pierre underscore. So let me repeat that. Sean underscore Pierre underscore. And Carlo is Hopkey one. I think <laughs> I always be doing that shit. Uh, don't forget to hit up the Magala Jiu Jitsu out there in San Francisco. Uh, Omni Movement in Hercules. Um, FTCC out there in Las Vegas. And uh, our friends over there at uh, Golden Pizza Muay Thai uh, and Hapkido USA, as well as. Uh, the guys at Pacific Ring Sports in Oakland and Summer Martial Arts in Pinole. Um, please be safe uh, this weekend, guys. I know that it's uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's coming up. Uh, make sure you make it count. Drive. Don't drink and drive and don't uh, don't hesitate to get that Uber. You know, 
probably better to pay that $30, like, you know, uh, multiplied rate than to not come home at all. So make sure that you guys party safe. Don't do too many drugs. No STDs. Take care, guys. Happy New Year. 2024 is going to be amazing for us, guys. New merch, new look, and video. Take care, guys.